This is Tipstar's Group 1 horse racing throughout Australia and we're here to examine the big races and the betting strategy for today. And they're off. G'day everybody and welcome back. This week we're off to the Heath and we've got 10 races on Saturday. Three Group 3s and a Group 1, the Memsey Stakes. I'm the Professor. And I'm Lucky Nick. Hey Gary. Yes. Memsey. Memsey. What, what's that mean? Sounds like a Bubsy or something like that. It's a weird word, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I, I don't know. I've got no idea the origin of it. Maybe it's someone's name. Uh, well, often are, aren't they? It's, um, it's sponsored by Magic Million now. It's been announced. Uh, they only sponsor million dollar races. It was billed as a million dollar race. And what do you reckon the purse is? I'm going to say a million, a million dollars. No, you'd think so. 750000 which is the new million dollars, I think. Bloody Got COVID. The COVID haircut. COVID tax. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so, um, uh, well, let's. You did all right last week with uh, your punting. You picked McCormack, um, you know. Oh, yeah. I um, not only picked it, but I picked it in the right race. Yeah. I picked it as the yeah, emergency. And right. I love picking emergencies. I love it like years. Not only am I putting money on the chance that I won't even turn up on the day. But you picked something at Mooney Valley at decent odds too, didn't you? I can't remember now. Oh, you must have because you did, you did all right in the pick seven. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I can't remember, but I, I was wrapped with that McCormick. I thought that was uh, – oh, there was – I had a uh, a long shot. That, yeah. Uh, the, yeah, in the pick seven, I had picked the long shot before they – that's right, I did too. I really liked that horse. And when you read it, you thought – I can't remember what it was now, but I thought that's going to be a winner, you know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, how did we go in the quaddy? The quaddy, oh, look, it's, it's a sad, sad story and it's getting to be a bit repetitive. But um, guess what? We got three legs. So the first leg we was, was our one-out leg. Um, we we went out first leg. The winner was Sweet Deal, which, you know, was only about five or six to one. It was an, e- was an easy pick, but we didn't pick it. Um, but the next uh, three legs, so we had uh, Very Elegant, which came home. Uh, McCorm- you like Very Elegant, don't you? You've yeah. been on that the whole time. Yeah. McCormick um, is the which one is you liked good, in the yep. third leg. Yep. And then we actually went field in the last, which was a good thing okay. because the thing that won it was fifteen to one, and it, the quaddy paid sixteen grand for the for the day. So it's a bit of a burn to miss that one. It paid way over, I thought, sixteen and a half thousand dollars. You know, and we could have not only could have we nailed it, but we could have laid off on the third leg and laid on in the last leg, and that's never been done before I by was, anybody. I was dying to do to do that. That's why I was really keen to go field in the last. Anyway, well, I missed it all. I, I, the only the only race I saw was when I got home was the last leg. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so, that's, um, that's history. What about the mailbag? You got anything there? No, I've actually got something in the mailbag. I'm a bit embarrassed about this one. Yeah, it's got uh, an email. I know you guys down Melbourne are in lockdown and forced to podcast remotely. And that Nick sounds like he's honey with the mask on. Well, I yeah. mean, some of his yeah. You haven't got your mask on now, have you? Well, some of the stuff he says, this is what this guy says, he says, I was spuffalating. I don't, I don't know that word, Gary. And he, <laughs> he suggests I'm on the day often. Well, sorry for the muffled sound, but I 
did have to ring in due to stage four lockdown with my mask on, and I didn't realise I still had to wear my mask the whole time. Anyway, question to you, Gary. What is like with stage four? Like you, you're a scientist. You're over all this stuff. You've always followed um, pandemics, haven't you? <laughs> Ever since the great big one back in the 1500s. <laughs> What's stage five and six and seven? Or you know, is there more to come? Are they just going to lay it on us? Or and what's normal? Is stage one normal or stage zero normal? And can you get stage minors, like a minors figure? you got a lot of questions there. Um, <laughs> Do you know your stages? Are I they like s- international? Like are the Japanese like stage 100? I would say they can't even agree that there's, you know, some people disagree that there's even a virus going around. They can't agree on anything like climate change. There's no way they're going to agree internationally on stages. So well, they should, shouldn't they? It's, it's, a case of, it's a case of each government is going to wing it and make it up as they go along. So, And they always have another stage up their sleeve, don't they, in case they need it? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, we, we, I were gonna go into, we were going to go into stage, um, we were at four, but we were going to go into gonna stage five it. if the numbers didn't No, come they down. didn't say stage five. They said we're going to tighten it. Well, they, was said, stage they, they, 4B. Said, they said the next stage. 4.1. <laughs> it's like a software upgrade. Version three point one point two. No, we're keeping that for next year. <laughs> so, so we're up to the spring carnival watch, Gary. Now Melbourne Cup. Can I say right off the bat, it's funny when you chat about something and the old rotor comes up, and then all of a sudden you hear it all the time. Like you had mentioned about you, you know that you didn't think people would come. Like you thought the the horses would still come from overseas and wouldn't be a problem. Well, I was, I was watching the TV on Sunday, uh, watching the jumps, which was the championship jumps on Sunday. It was fantastic. And Richard Freeman, who was on the other station, during the ads, I was across the other racing guy. Yeah. He said the opposite to what you said. He says he thinks the overseas horses won't come in the numbers. Very small numbers will only come now. And he said they won't come in the drove. And he said even the Sydney horses and jockeys might stay at home for their carnival. And guess what? The whole channel was on Channel 9. The whole Channel 9 panel all agreed and they said, you know what? When it comes to the Melbourne Cup, I reckon we're better off because if we have all the local horses, we know the horses, we've seen it, read about them, and that sometimes these horses come in and they don't even run and we don't know anything about them. They just win. We're not really too sure you know, how to follow it. Like So they, they felt as though it'll have just a different feel oh, about I'm, it. But what? what I'm not saying it's good or bad having the international horses there. That wasn't my point. I think there's so much money, I think we still will see some coming across. Like, I can't imagine not getting some coming in. But anyway. He was saying um, that the issue was, well, he said the issue was that they've got to bring a team of people down before the horses come. And often they're the team to travel with them. So they're going to have to change up how they do it, you know because they'll have to quarantine at different times to the horses and stuff like that. So he said he felt as though it was just going to be a bit too hard for him to do and the uncertainty of doing all that expense maybe and coming down and finding it, they got further issues or something like that. Yeah. So that's a, it's just an opinion. I think it's a really interesting thing. I'm not too sure. I, I don't want them to come because I want Ocean X to win. Yeah. Um, and now you've got other horses to join Ocean X in our um, – Black well, watch. the only one I'm going to put over in the column that Ocean X is in is a watch for the carnival. Is very elegant after its great run last week, where it was. And do you think it'll run? They'll run through to the cup with that horse. Uh, not sure. Like, not, like, I think the Cox Plate and the Cup 
they're slightly different preparation programs, so they probably have to decide, you know, um, which yeah, which one, which way are they going to go? And what did you? Because you, you you also mentioned Masters of Wine. Did you think they'll? What did you think? It wasn't a bad race, was it? Oh, it wasn't very good. He, st- he he didn't really get going. He was at the back of the yeah, field the whole way. Yeah, but it's a distance race. But it's a, I don't think they'll care about that. No, you wouldn't write him off, but it's he's won over 1,400 fresh, so he's obviously not come back as well as he has in the past, whether that's because he's been just trained for the, a longer prep. Um, you know, he might have come back a, a little bit earlier than he has in the past because they want to keep him running all the way through till November. So... You don't know what the tra- what the trainer's doing, but um, so don't write him off. But it, it wasn't a good, so you good run. It's a half watch. It's, it's not one hundred percent yet. You're saying very elegant. You think it's going to go into one of the main races? Yeah. Be interesting. Over the next few weeks, we'll find out. Yeah. What about Ocean X? If it's in, when will it come back from a spell? Do you oh, think to start running? Oh, it'd have to be coming back fairly soon. I think. We'll try race four, Gary. Oh, As a matter it, of there fact. You go. <laughs> matter of fact. It's in our race. We're sponsoring the first race we've ever sponsored, the Tipstars Handicap. It's there <laughs> at Caulfield, the Tipstars Handicap. I think it's Caulfield's way of saying, sorry, guys, for stepping on you. You know, I we're can't... actually going to name the race after you. I can't so, believe I missed that. Yeah, Tipstar, you missed not only Ocean X, you missed Tipstars Handicap. <laughs> so, look, it's only like a, it's, it's, it's a 1,400, and it's not the favourite, obviously, because it doesn't. Look, they won't even care. They'll just want no. to have a run. Yeah. Because it's already in the cup. And why would they want it to start winning and getting, uh, who knows how it works, but, you know, getting weights and all that stuff. So I think they'll just have a nice run, but we'll have a good look at it. That's yeah. race four. So, so did, you say be... did you say it's in a handicap? It's in a handicap, yeah. yeah. So I think once they set the weights, right, you don't get penalties for weight oh, well, for age <laughs> wins, but for handicaps you can always be penalised, so... Yeah, it is definitely a handicap, and it's, it's it's actually carrying sixty on its back, but it's got a, a, a it's got a, a, a apprentice Liam Royden Ro- yeah. two kilos claim. Yeah, so that's interesting. So they're obviously no one's jumped on it and said I want to stick on it no matter what, you know. Yeah. So they're just giving it a run, but they they're obviously why I mean it's pretty early to be giving it a run. So that's. No, People it's not. It's there. not early to be giving it a run want. because Master of Wines is already back and Very Elegance well, already back. So. It's in. You think it just had one or two runs beforehand? That's it. Like we're still like two, three months off. Bart Cummings this used to always. This, Bart, Bart Cummings used to say, "You needed no. ten kilometres of racing before you tackled the Melbourne Cup." And yet, the Melbourne Cup's been won two years ago by a horse that just was a three-year-old that just came out and didn't even have a race beforehand. Correct, but uh, but I'm just saying, you, you know, oh, yeah, you're I not know. starting There's too different soon. Different views. Yeah. It's, yeah. So, well, here's, this is obviously of the old school view. Yeah. So the other the other horse that I saw during the week was Cadre de North, uh, one by five lengths at Sandown, and it could have been ten lengths, and they were sort of talking it up for the Caulfield Cup already, so I'm going to watch that as well. Okay. Well, there's also but, Steel Prince and Aristia are both running in race eight, so they're, they're probably well, – Oh, we'll be looking at that. Too. Yep. So that's there. Yeah, that'll be uh, Steel Prince, you were saying – it ran Melbourne Cup last year, didn't it? Ran last year, and Aristia won the Oaks, so they're both stayers, right? Yeah, good. So there's a few local interests already, and we're interested. What did we learn, Gaza, from um, since last week? Well, I I learnt this. 
what does the you know how your track rating um, when it's wet go the number goes up, and you can get like a heavy nine, right? Yeah. What's the hot? What does it go up to? Didn't I just talk about what things went up to just before? Yeah. You talked about stages. I'm talking about the rating of the track. What does <laughs> it go up to? Ten. Well, in New Zealand, we cancelled the races at Mooney Valley when the uh, track hit a uh, heavy ten, right? New Zealand, yeah. they ran them at a heavy 11. <laughs> I didn't, well, didn't you know you could go up to 11. That's what I learned. Well, you can go up to 11. Gary, did you ever see the movie Spinal Tap? Yes. And he, he actually had his... He had his speeches up to in May so they could go up to 11 so he could get, be a bit louder than everyone else in the band. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And on that note... <laughs> You can also win with Jim Bradley Speedball. Take the Jim Bradley 14-Day Speedball Challenge so you can stay both physically and mentally fit if you ever need to self-isolate. Just Google Jim Bradley Speedball. Have you seen the new Jim Bradley cool unisex face mask, Gary? I have not. It's a new bestseller. I love it. It's... uh, yeah, it looks really good. What's its rating? Uh, sorry? What's what its rating? rating? Oh, not, well, what another thing that has to be rated? No, it's a, it looks a really, it's a nice big logo on the side, Jim Bradley, Australia. So it's a real good tough boxing one. I love it. You know? it it's got to have a rating. It does have, yeah. It, well, it's built for comfort more so than technology probably, but it, it'd be made to spec. There's no problems about it, you know. It'd be totally <laughs> compliant. It looks really cool. Anyway. Um, <laughs> go online and buy some. Uh, so, <laughs> so Quaddy, Gazza, we're up to the Quaddy. We're up ten, to the Quaddy. You mentioned it's a ten card, uh, ten race card, right? Yeah. Why would they be having ten races? It's obviously, there's no one there. They don't give a shit. But no one's there. <laughs> they just keep them coming. They must have some big numbers coming through. They want to qualify and say. I always thought it was a long time between races. You know. Um, like when you go to the races, it's like 45 minutes between races. You go, oh, shouldn't, surely they can bring it down to half an hour. And then when they have to, they actually do bring it down to half an hour. So I don't know why it can't always be like that. Well, because sometimes they do presentations and that, but now they could just oh. go back to back. Yeah, They, they could just go back to back. Yeah, they honestly. don't need the presentations. There's no one there. You could actually have them all at the same time. You could have the 1,000 metre, the 1,400, the six, all start at the same time running a few hundred yards behind each other. And go, that's it. We could do it during the grand final sprint. You know, and so you're not actually taking up any time at all. Be perfectly complimentary to the grand final. Let's move on to race- the quaddy. <laughs> thanks, thanks for saving me. <laughs> race, race seven. Um, where I love that uh, that Taglia Tag, Yeah, the f- number number one. <laughs> number one, the favourite. Yeah, I, I, I won't bet on it because it's pretty. It's a, but you know, I'd be happy to go one out on that. It won the blue diamond. Can you believe it, Gary? Six months ago only. Yeah. It feels like about. It feels like forever ago. Yeah, yeah. Know? It's another lifetime. Um, look, the so system, what are we doing? We're we going one out on it. Well, no. The system had that as a clear favourite, like the clearest favourite for the day, actually. But we always uh, get burnt on the three-year-olds, uh, p- particularly this time of the year when the three-year-olds are only really one month into their third year. But um, they're two two-year-olds, yeah. They're, they're two years and 13 months old. So, you know, they're inconsistent and they haven't been able to establish 
Uh, they're still maturing and they haven't established their levels. So where are we levels. going to out? We're going to get something else just to back it up. Like yeah, another we'll get, one. Okay. We, we will. We'll, we'll get the rest of the field to back it up. So we'll go field. <laughs> so we're going field. And I'm happy about that because I actually believe that exact thing that a three-year-old race and the rest of them aren't. It's just risky. And as soon as some horse comes over the line at 50 to 1, they'll say, that's a good horse and it'll be 3 to 1 next week, you know? Yeah. So that's yeah. good. So race eight was a really hard race that I would love to have gone field on. Um, I've actually liked Exasperate. Number thirteen at twenty six to one, but um, there's a couple of like horses there at hundred to one. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's Charlie Chieftain, Hakey. It's 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 another another wide race. Um, I I guess you know the system's got Gamekeeper and Plenciel um, as the as the favourites, uh, but there's a mm. few in there. Mirage Dancers in there is around about the money too. So, um, I so what are we going to do? Let's go wide. We'll go wide. So yeah, race seven, race eight. And we get to race nine, and we're probably still in the quaddy. Yeah, oh, yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah you'd hope so. <laughs> yeah. We've used all and our chances. Race um, nine is the Memsies, and it's a wait for age fourteen hundred Caulfield. That's tick 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 for us. We normally get these ones. Yeah. Who are we going for? Well, before <laughs> you gonna, before you jump into left. that, you know this race has got Harlequin Gadding, um, Acadia Queen in it, and um, they've all won at Group One before. Good. Streets of Avalon. It, it hasn't won. Bahamut. It it hasn't won at Group One. I'm t- Streets of Avalon. Th- it won last year at Group One. Remember, it got ahead and they couldn't catch it. At, we were there at Caulfield. At, at Wait for Age. Oh, you talking about Wait for Age? Yeah. Um, what was that? What was that? The that was a Turac or something, wasn't it? Where it won? I'm not sure. I can't remember that one. Um, anyway, but then the yeah, other, a lot of Group One winners there yeah, though. Because and then there's mother. um. Regal Power, which is a really good horse, and um, that Willie Pike's going to ride that. Now he had the offer to ride um, Acadia uh, Queen as well, and he didn't. He didn't didn't even want to ride that in the end. He said, "If I've got the option of riding um, Regal Power, I'm on, on number one." So he's gone for that. Um, and then the system. So we're got, going field again. Well, system's <laughs> got Savatiano at uh, four fifty, um, Mystic Journey at five. So I reckon we just go with them. Well, I'm having a bet on Mystic Journey. I love that ten to one. It's nearly the uh, big blue value bet, I'd say. It yeah, really is, you know. Yeah. Um, look, a roughie in this race that look, I, I just penciled was um, Gatting because that one, yeah. that one, the Maccabi, yeah, that one, the Maccabi Diva. Uh, first up, sixteen hundred um, last year. So you know, it goes all right first up. It, it likes to get up near the front. Uh, which is which is a good thing at Caulfield. So at, for fifty to one, a thing that's won at Group One before, you go. That's not a bad bet either. So I'd be I'll be putting something on Gadding. I won't put it in the quaddy. We'll stick to our short ones, but I will have something on that. Well, Glen Pittick down the bottom there. Yeah. They're all 59, 57, and then it drops right down to fifty. That's a big drop. As I know it's a three-year-old, but it's actually got a really good barrier draw, so it might just get. It's got a bit of space around it. Um, and so it might just be able to have a nice run and, you know, Craig Hewitt, he'll, yeah. he'll be giving it his best shot. You know, I like those horses that have the young horses that are the smaller horses and they get a really low weight when there's not many horses in the race and they can keep mm. out of trouble. But when you've got a big race, um, it's hard but for But he is them, in a good know. spot, Gazza. He does nearly fall into that. I mean, look, it's, a great, it's going to be a great race to watch anyway. Yeah. And, you know, some horses that are running in here will be – Featuring and winning Group One 
in the, throughout the spring carnival. So it's a good good race to get you see what's going to happen next. Yeah. All right. Well, now, the last, yeah. That leaves us the last, which is uh, number one will come home with Rubisaki, yeah? Rubisaki is nearly our favourite horse. We, we've been one out on, I reckon we've backed that a couple of times and it's, it's won the last four races. I think we were on it every time it was in a quaddie and we definitely were one out on it one time whether we either got the quaddie or we got three legs of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. He, he hasn't let us down. Speaking of horses that haven't let us down, in race six, Crystal Dreamer, uh, good mm-hmm. horse. He's been carrying a lot of weight in his last few runs, but now he's back to 58, which is a good weight for him. He loves Caulfield. He loves the soft track. He loves first up. And he's got, you know, odds of nearly 20 to 1. So why wouldn't you put a few bob on that? Well, not only will I bet, put a bet on him, I'm actually going to put him into my um, my uh, pick seven. I'm actually putting him in as my long shot yeah. from the pick seven because I think he's he, he's always there. If he gets run down in the end there, well, he will, he might, but the 17 to 1, well, he he's came, in the long shot. He came third in the Oakley Plate and he carried... Um, he carried fifty five kilo, I think. So he's only three. I was going to say fifty one. No, I he, thought he had heavyweight. Yeah. No, he was no. fifty five, and the thing that beat him was Pippi and that Zuasta or whatever. So, oh yeah, that just hit yeah. the head, didn't it? Yeah, with no weight on it, and so, the, well, the big yeah. So that's our quaddy field wide. The, the the two we mentioned, and um, I guess you'll be putting that up on the site, yeah. And we might go three. We might put a third one in on the day. We'll just see. Yeah. All right then. Yeah, big, big blue uh, value bet, Gary. Um, who do we like for that? Perfect. Uh, Jewel, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah, big blue value bet. Um, race ten, perfect jewel. Now I know we just said number Rubisaki's uh, number our, is our one out, but um, no, number four, number four, race ten, perfect jewel. The system likes it. I like personally. I like Rubisaki. Hasn't let us down, but the system's just saying perfect jewel is a good bet. Eleven to one, and the system has it at three dollars seventy. So that, again, people out there, if you like it, the system likes it. Big Blue likes it, and it Big Blue beat a lot of a lot of chess players. <laughs> yeah. Bobby Fisher, Gary Korpachev, or whatever you said last week. Yeah, Kasparov. Uh, so, next thing I just want to say about this Pick Seven app, Gary. You know, because we were plugging it last week, probably plugging it a bit too hard. You know, download, play for free. The people from Pick 7 contacted me there and they said, Oi, pull it back a bit. We're like, they have had so many, they had like 50 something thousand now. They're only up to 40,000. Hit a wall. We started matching it and they're up to 50 something thousand now. And um, and I phoned to them, you know, it's, it's great how you, when you put your Pick 7 in, you, they pull up the three best and put it in all up and they say, If you put you know, $10 on this, you win this much money. And it's like, Great. I said, But gave them a bit of feedback and I think it'd be a good idea. Wouldn't it be better if for the $10 you could bet on another horse in one of those six, seven races? So, yeah, because some will look, I look at some and I think, oh, I'd like to just pick two horses in this race because, you know, both of these could come in. And then you pick the one and the other one comes in, you're out of the whole bloody thing. I would pay 10 bucks to be in them. In fact, I would pay $50 to be able to pick five horses, you know, in two in each race. I reckon it'd be fantastic. So, you know, I, you go. I would choose from going from free to fifty, but why not? Yeah. So, um, you know what I heard in all that? What? That pick seven went from forty thousand to fifty thousand from what you said. So does that mean we've got ten thousand listeners? Or do we have a thousand listeners that tell ten people? 
or do we have <laughs> like, 100 listeners that tell 100 yeah, people? Like the COVID R factor or whatever it is, is 10. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And they go, we're happy though, even though all these people have died, the curve's coming down, you're saying, oh, I don't know, I'm not really following all that. <laughs> Hey, we will post our selections on our Facebook page, though. We're not not the pick seven. We'll post our other. We'll post the quality selections and the big, big, big blue value bet. Right. <laughs> Gather a couple of weeks to catch our breath after this uh, Mendy, and dream about being allowed to get out of the house and mow the nature strip. <laughs> Just to get outside there, with, mow the nature strip without a mask on. Uh, and then, then we're over there. Then we're up to headquarters for your favourite horse, Maccabi Diva, and it's it's sixteen hundred metre race, which is always a really good race. Well, the so, the missus does the uh, does the mowing at my place, but I'm certainly looking forward to the uh, those races that are coming up. Hey, Gaza, Melbourneites are growing their hair long. We're like living in the seventies, man. And you know what that means? Punk. Disco, age. I don't think I can go through that again. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I haven't cut my hair for ages. And you can have no one's cut the old odds. That's what we want to hear. Thank you for listening to Tipstars Group 1 Horse Racing. Further information can be found at tipstars.com.au. And remember, please gamble responsibly. This episode was brought to you by Nishmark your right-hand team for digital marketing, social media, and podcasting. Thinking of starting a podcast? You do the talking, we do the tech. Contact Nishmark to get started. Mm-hmm.